of the Cool Dad Collective with your boy Matson. It is the podcast where we talk about fatherhood, stories to do with fatherhood, everything to do with fatherhood, from knowing what you're doing to not knowing what you're doing, everything in between, the ups, the downs, and just the funny stories that come along with having kids and, uh, you know, the journey that is fatherhood, because that's what it is. It's a journey. We're on a journey. Is it for the next five years? No. Is it for the next 10 years? No. It's probably going to be for the next 30 years. I won't even lie, but we are on this journey. We're on this road together. So let's crack in. I'm feeling it today. I'm feeling fired up. I'm fired up on the on the dad podcast today. Um, I've been thinking about this episode for a while. I've been doing notes. Look at me. Well, not really. I've been doing notes on a couple things. Um, but the rest of it is just going to be off the cuff, random stuff that comes to my head because that's how I do things. That's how this ADHD erratic brain works. Do I know what's going to this microphone? Somewhat. Is a lot of it going to be probably pretty, you know, random? Of course it is. But that's fatherhood. Our lives are random. Our li- you, you just wake up in the morning and you don't even know what you're going to deal with. Is it going to be a good day? Is it going to be a rough day? Is it going to be a confusing day? We don't know. But we just get up and do it because we're dads and that's what we do because we're kings. We're kings of our house and we get things done. That's it. So, yes, it's been a great week. It's always been a great week in Dadville. It's been a busy week. It's always a busy week in Dadville. And um, it's just been a fun week, you know? One of those weeks where you look back on it and you're just like, being a dad is super fun. And it is. It is super fun. For the most part, if you're a new listener, for the most part, dad life is the best life. It's fun. There's always something going on. You're never bored. Sometimes you wish you were bored, but you never are. And that's that's the way it goes. So, as I said, let's crack in. I got a big one today. I got a big dad win. It's not really a dad win, but I wanted to talk about something. And it's something that, for me personally, has helped me big time. Um, because, once again, one of my videos has gone viral and, you know, we're just boosting up those followers. But why did it go viral? Why did it go viral? Did it go viral because people were supportive? Did it go viral because everyone was like, he's right? Well, there was a couple of people that said I was right. And that's really reassuring. And there was also a couple of people that uh, reached out and said, hey, man, I'm going through the same thing. And that, of course, is the video that is the mummy phase. Now, the mummy phase video on TikTok got about 100,000 views and multiple comments and likes. And I would say for the most part, the likes and the comments, well, not really the likes, but the comments are very positive. Comments were from other dads saying, hey, you know, I'm going through the same thing. I'm glad I'm glad someone posted this because I'm going through the same thing and I'm glad I'm not crazy for thinking I'm, you know, out of my mind. And also, you know, there was some there were some mums getting on saying, my husband's going through this, he really takes it to heart, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. So the premise of the video was the fact that the mummy phase is a thing my daughter prefers my partner at the moment, my fiance, and there's nothing I can really do about it. All I can really do is just do as much as I can um, to help out. Now, in the comments, uh, I'm actually going to read some of the comments because the comments, I love the comments. I love comments on videos because I really, I am accustomed. I've been posting things online for a long time. Excuse me. I've been posting things online for a long time, so I am very much used to the heat, but if you are not used to the heat and you are someone who has been, you know, going through the same thing and you read some of the comments, they might make you feel like absolute dog shit. So let's read some of the comments to know that, you know, it happens. People are 
you know, some people are dicks, but uh, let's go. Here we go. So someone has said, your wife, uh, your child is loving your wife. Your child loving your wife is amazing. You need to get over yourself. Thank you. I love that one. Um, Honestly, from seeing the men in my life, I question how much you were doing before this stage. There's a reason they think mummy does everything best. I was like, brilliant. That makes me feel good. Um, Here's my favorite one. And also, help out. Come on, grow up and take responsibility. Nice. And they followed it up with, who are you helping? Well, obviously my partner. Uh, Is it not your kid? You do also babysit, in quotations, when you're alone with the kids. Is mum helping out you out every time she deals with something? It's, uh, you know, there was a big roasting. There was an absolute roasting. And don't really mind. But the thing that sucks is if you are a dad and you're doing everything you can to try and make your kids love you, you're going to read uh, you're going to read those things and you're going to be like, damn, I am a piece of shit. I really need to do more, even though you're doing as much as you can. So I've done a bit of research and I had a listener message in and he messaged in at the best time, the best time possible because I was like, you know what? Let's disprove this. Let's get it done. Let's, let's show these gatekeeper mummies that we are doing the best and this is an actual thing and it can go both ways. So, thank you very much to this listener. This this comes in from Lee and Lee is from the US of A. Um, he says, hey man, very new listener here. I saw a video of yours pop up on my TikTok and started listening to the pod. I want to confirm that the mummy phase is definitely a thing. My sister-in-law is a pediatrician and has told me to prepare that your child will most definitely at one point or another favor one parent over the other. This isn't much of a dad win, but I saw you getting toasted pretty bad in the comments and also saw a lot of dads agreeing that they're going through the same thing. I went through it with my now four-year-old when he was two, randomly snapped out of it after about two months and was back to loving both of us. Just wanted to clear things up and let the dads know that you are doing enough and this is definitely just a phase. Can't wait to keep listening to more episodes. That is right. I knew, I've heard this from multiple people that the mummy phase is a thing and it can also be the daddy phase. So, you know what? If you are reading the comments that are getting posted on my videos, you can put a huge bloody middle finger to all the people. If you are doing your best, don't worry about those gatekeeper mummies, man. It doesn't matter. You're doing your best. We're changing stereotypes. Yes, there are times when my child favors their mum over me. And in fact, it's a long period of time at times. But you know what? I'm doing the best I possibly can. I'm helping out where I can. And there's nothing wrong with helping. I couldn't fathom that comment of people saying, like, you know, you, as if you just help out, you should just be doing it. You know what? Screw them. It doesn't matter. You're doing your best. You're doing everything around. The crazy thing. You want to know the craziest thing about all this? Everyone in the comments telling me to go do the laundry, go cook dinner, go do all this shit. Guess what? Guess what? Guess who does the cooking in my house? That's right. It's Big Daddy. Guess who does the laundry in my house? Oh, guess what? It's me. That's right. So we're breaking down stereotypes and we don't care. If you are one of the dads that is breaking those stereotypes, you can hold your head up high because we don't need we don't need that negativity in our life. We're like I said, we're breaking down stereotypes. We're righting the wrongs of generations past. We're getting it done. And yes, am I fired up about this? I am. Because this whole podcast is about empowering dads to know that you are enough, you're doing enough. And I tell you what, if anyone tells you differently, like I said, big middle finger in the air, that's it, mic drop.
Okay, well, that's the dad win of the week. The dad win of the week is being an empowered dad and knowing that you're helping your partner, you're doing the best for your kids, and there's no one that can tell you differently. So get that up, your dads. Oh, I needed that. Oh, I needed that. All right, let's crack into the episode. Oh, I need a recovery after that one. I need a drink. I just worked up a sweat. I got sweaty feet. Um... Yeah, anyway, so let's get into the episode. Let's clear that up. Thank you very much, Lee. And that is crazy that you're from the US listening in to some Australian dude talk about parenthood. It's fantastic to hear and I really appreciate that. That that message came at a fantastic moment in my week where I was getting a little bit pissed off and I saw that and I thought, yep, I'm. but you know what? There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong in doing my best. <sighs> let's talk about Kindy. Now, Kindy is a crazy thing. Kindy is a crazy thing, okay, because when you start kindy, when your child starts kindy, you, for some reason, I don't know what it is, well, obviously I know what it is, they're taking care of the thing that you love more than anything in the entire world, but the idea of like trying to sort of, you know, go around to kindy, see what the kindy's like, what it's all about, and you can only make that guess in about a 10 minute visit, right? You don't actually know what the place is like, you know, day to day. Now, we are incredibly lucky and I see, you know, I see a lot of, I, I, you know, it pops up on my TikTok or Instagram about like workers in kindies and we are incredibly lucky that we have some of the best kindy educators in, I don't like literally, I, I got nothing to compare to, but in my opinion, our kindy educators at our center are phenomenal. There's times where I walk in there, they are got it together i'm losing my mind for being there for five minutes and they're just powering through they're the greatest people and my daughter is absolutely obsessed with her kindy educators and it's it's crazy to think that at one point or another you're just going to you know you're just going to leave the thing that you care about most with people that you have no idea about you don't even know them you barely know their name and they're taking care of the thing that you look up you love the most and you know there's so many horror stories that you hear on the news and it's like everything you hear the negative you don't really hear the positive and I know that feeling um with my profession and you know it's an odd feeling kindy's a very odd feeling from the start it is very odd but it's one of those things where you just get used to it and it's an odd, it's a very odd sort of thing because, you know, Skylar's been in kindy for about a year and a half, probably about more, eh, yeah, about a year and a half. And where Summer's getting to the age where she's almost getting ready for kindy and we're very comfortable leaving Summer with the center that we've chosen. So here is my advice for if you are sussing out a kindy for your child because I was someone who really just followed... Uh, my partner's footsteps in, you know, she was very like particular with all the questions she asked, all that sort of thing. And I sort of just went on for the ride. And in my head, I was like, I should be way more involved with this. I should be way more involved in this situation and this decision. But I kind of just like left it to her. But here's my advice, you know, from a perspective, if I was to go do it again and start at a new center would be, 
ask as many questions as you can. It's not very, it, it may seem annoying, but you get the most reassuring answers back. And, you know, it, it, it's something that you should care about. Um, and yeah, like when you ask as many questions and they might be dumb questions. I asked so many stupid questions, um, to Kia who asked the questions. Um, and you know, it does make you feel a lot better about the decisions you're making because it is a big decision deciding where to send your child to kindy or whether to send your child to kindy. Um, and it is, you know, it's, it's, yeah, that, that's the biggest thing I would suggest is to ask as many questions as possible. If you're a new parent and you know kindy's on the, on the cards, as a dad too, don't feel like it's not your decision because it definitely is. And the more involved you are, the better you feel about the decision that your family makes. So definitely take charge, ask as many silly questions as you can and get yourself to a point where you are as comfortable as humanly possible about sending your little bundle of joy to that kindy. And on a side note, on a, on a massive side note, kindy workers are incredible people. And I say this watching them and not creepily watching them, but seeing how they interact with my daughter. And, to you know, I just don't think they're valued the way they should be. You know, I come from an education background, so obviously I am very biased when it comes to teachers and educators and stuff like that. But I really do think, and it it really like, the way it works, it just doesn't make sense. You know, the amount of kindy fees you pay, and then you see some of the wages that, you know, the minimum wage for a childcare worker is just insane. Like, it is insane to me that kindies can charge so much money you know, to to have your child there, yet you've got people who are doing one of the most important jobs in like a child's life. Like they're not just babysitting. They're not babysitting. The amount of updates and things I get from Skylar's development, you know, we set learning goals for Sky and the kindy workers are always, like the educators are always on it to be like, yeah, you know, we're doing this because this aligns with the goal that you set and all that sort of stuff. It is insane to me that, it just seems like they're not valued by whether it's the government or something. Someone, it just does not make sense to me. It really doesn't. So if you are a childcare worker and you're listening to this podcast, I don't know if you are. I'm going to probably post this as a snippet too because I think it's important. You are doing some of the best work ever. Like I can't, I can't even begin to think about how much my daughter has learned because her like kindy educators actually care and actually really have a great bond with my daughter so if you're a kindy worker shout out to you you're doing a fantastic job and you know it's yeah it's crazy you are very valued you're valued very much in my family so yeah kindy's a crazy thing we we got down the rabbit hole of kindy and i think it's important i think kindy no one really talks about you know, kindy when it comes to parenthood, you kind of just like, it just happens, but it is important to care and it in, it's important to, you know, value your kindy educators as well. So big one there, big one. Now let's go into another point that I had written down because I did prepare a little bit. Um, I really am flying today, but it's because I've just got caffeine flying through my veins. Um, but, it, you know, I've got a lot to talk about and I've only got 20 minutes of your day. So let's kick on, let's kick on. For those of you who are regular listeners, um, I 
you know, my newborn is now three months old. So she's she's getting quite big. She can hold her head up, things like that. Now, we've had issues, not issues, like nothing crazy, but we have had some things in the past where Skylar just didn't really give a shit about summer. And, you know, as a parent, you always, it's that moment of like, you really want your children to get on and have a bond immediately. And that's probably not going to happen. It didn't happen for us. For us, Skylar sort of saw Summer as just like a little potato that we carried around everywhere. She didn't really do much and, you know, she didn't really care that much. Now, for us as parents, we were kind of worried. And it's a stupid thing to worry about because, it, you know, it's obviously not always going to be like that. But this week, this week, probably the most amazing thing has happened suddenly out of nowhere like we haven't you know pushed this we've just let it sort of flourish in itself but Skylar has become completely obsessed with her baby sister and it is I don't know there's a couple things in in life that give you like full body warmth like when you see it you you feel warm you're like oh my god this thing is like it's just like it, it just blows your mind and this is one of those things, seeing my eldest daughter, Skylar, who's almost two and a half, just get completely infatuated by our three-month-old is so amazing. And it's something that when you see it happen before your eyes over the course of like your newborn's life up to like, you know, three months, four months, it is insane. It's insane the way it makes you feel. It literally, you'll see it happen and you'll just randomly be like touching your eyes and be like, why the fuck am I crying? And it's one of those things. It's it's like you have moments. You have moments where you stop, take a step back and you're like, holy shit, this is, this is one of those photograph in my brain. I'm going to remember this forever moments. And we've had numerous amounts of those uh, this week. So, you know, moral of the story here is... If you're worried about your eldest child or elder children not giving a shit about your newborn as much as you do, give it time. Be patient. Trust me, it, it'll work out and you'll notice it one day. You'll be like, holy shit, they love each other. Or, you know, my eldest loves my youngest, even though my youngest doesn't really, you know, can't really feel emotions yet. But my eldest is just completely obsessed with her baby, as she calls Summer. And that'll happen, you'll catch it, and you'll be like, why did I worry? Like, this is, these are moments that are just tops, just the best. So yeah, that's pretty much, that's, that's, that's the chunk, that's the big meat of the potty. Um, let's head into the obvious great part of the potty, and that is, of course, the shit dad club. And the Shit Dad Club, this comes from multiple people. I've actually had a, a couple, many messages as well as just some chats with mates. And the chats with mates are around what's known as, and my mate from school, Dallas, will reassure me of this and he calls it this and this is where I've got the name. So thanks, Dal. But we're going to talk about the danger breakfast. Now, the danger breakfast is the breakfast that you prepare when you're late for something and your kids need to eat, but they don't have time to sit at the table and eat. And the danger breakfast can be put in 
many different ways. I'm going to include, for vi- video purpose, I'm going to include a Danger Breakfast picture that my mate Dallas sent to me. And it is where he has used a muffin tray to separate small snacks that he has just randomly accumulated in the fridge. And it is ingenious that he's used a muffin tray for this. Um, and fair play to him, he has twins. So the Danger Breakfast is equally as dangerous. He also told me this story, and I'm sorry for putting it on the spot here, Dal, but uh, it's called, (laughs) this is the funniest one. He was running late one day, and he decided what he would do is, screw it, we're not having breakfast at home, we're not doing, we're not even going to do drive-thru Maccas, I'm going to order some hash browns on Uber Eats, they're going to rock up at my door as I'm leaving, I'm going to grab the hash browns and we're going to go, and that is the ultimate danger breakfast. For me... A danger breakfast is a pouch yogurt in the car. Now, if you're new to parenting, the danger, the, the 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 yogurt pouch in the car is firstly one of the silliest things that you can do as a dad. When you give them a pouch yogurt in the car, you pretty much are running a tightrope with a ticking time bomb. It is like driving a car with fireworks in the back. Because the thing about yogurt is, and if it's a hot day, if they spill yogurt everywhere and you then you take them into kindy and then you park your car somewhere for work, that, that yogurt, when it sits in the seat, in the car seat, it, it, it gives off the worst smell that you will ever smell. So when I talk about danger breakfast and my danger breakfast, when I give Skylar a pouch yogurt in the car because I'm running late, you know that I'm risking it all to get her somewhere on time or to get me to work on time. And that is the danger breakfast. And that is the shit dad moment of the week because there was two days last week where I risked it with the danger breakfast. Now, I came off okay. Okay, I came off well. There was no yogurt in my car. But I tell you what, the whole drive to kindy, the whole 15-minute drive, there was a lot of rear view mirror checking and a lot of double checking on Skylar if she making sure that she has not spilt that yogurt. That's a shit day club moment. Let's go. We did it guys. We're through. That is that is the potty. That is twenty minutes of your day where we talk about fatherhood. We talk about the ups, the downs, the things that piss me off, the things that make me happy, and of course the things that terrify the absolute fuck out of me. And that is that's it. That's fatherhood. They're the three elements of fatherhood that you have to deal with. Being pissed off, being scared shitless, and of course, things that make you feel fantastic. Guys, if you're enjoying the pod- podcast, go over to Instagram at Collective underscore or head over to TikTok. There's a lot of action going on on the TikTok with all the comments and the hate and stuff like that, but we're about it. It's at Collective. And if you have a any sort of content or any anything that you want to send in, you can obviously send it in on social media or feel free to send me an email, cooldadcollective at hotmail.com and just get around the pod. Give us a five-star review rating or leave a review. It always means the most. I see those. I feel warm and fuzzy. I get those warm feelings as well. And of course, you know, when we leave the pod, we got to leave on a positive note. Guys, if you are taking care of your family, if you your kids are in the mummy phase, if you're doing the best you can and you feel like you're not doing enough, let me tell you this, you are doing enough. 
You are worth it. You are seen. You are appreciated. Dads, you are doing the best job that you can and you you need to be proud of that fact. Guys, have a fantastic week. Be kind to your kids. Be kind to your partner. And of course, peace. Thank you.